Hello and welcome back to the Evolving Hockey Podcast. My name is Sean. I'm joined by the Youngren twins, the Evolving Wild twins, Jush and Luke. <laughs> Josh and Luke. Did you actually mess that up or were you trying to say that? No, I was trying to say Josh and and I, I didn't know which one to go first, Josh or Luke, and it just like combined to Jush. Because our, our, our whole lives people have been, and Shana still calls... Us is collectively uh, uh, Juke, I think. Mm-hmm. But my, our whole lives, people have been mixing our letters around and to combine them in various ways. So that's funny that you did it on Ashley. Generally, we do it alphabetically, so Josh and Luke. But, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Also, I'm the oldest. I'm the older twin. That's some... I don't think that we've really... Yeah, I mean, Josh is the older twin. Six minutes older, baby. <laughs> I got six minutes on Luke. <laughs> There's always yeah. like the twins. That's what they always do. They always have this like dynamic. Not you, like twins in general. Like who was born first, and to like some extent, it's just like a rounding error, right? Like you guys are born at the same time. So like, <laughs> yeah. Well, Josh was uh, baby yeah. A, and I, I was, was baby B. Yeah, I was that's baby our mom. A. That's you know, this is good Mother's Day content. Shout, out, shout out to our mom. Shout out to all the moms out yeah, there. Yeah. Shout too. out to all the moms. But uh, uh, but our mother in general, in specifically, because she's a wonderful woman. She is. She's amazing. Her. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no. Happy Mother's Day. I don't know if that's how they refer to twins uh, or multiples, uh, like multiple births. But yeah, I was baby A and Luke was baby B, and we joke with our mom that she got us mixed around when we were younger because I don't know how the hell you would tell identical babies apart. Like I mean, like it, th- we looked exactly the same. Oh we yeah, even... she's admitted that she may have switched us up. At I one think point. that she was just joking with us, though. It doesn't yeah, really I don't matter. Know. You yeah, know, it's not like I guess then maybe my name would be Luke instead of Josh, but it's you know anyway. Um, yeah, so yeah, that it's funny though because that's one of the questions we get a lot is like age. People are very I found people are very um uh they 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 find twins very interesting and especially like the idea that like siblings are minutes apart in terms of their age. So we always get that question, which I assume is probably why you're saying that you hear twins talk about a lot or it comes up because that's the question that we get asked a lot. It's like, "Oh, who's older?" You know, which one's the older yeah. twin? But uh, anyway, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask who's older though. You brought it up yeah. like that's what twins do. No, I yeah, I know that. The older twin is also the one who always brings it up. <laughs> to assert uh, It's like yeah. a bragging right. And like you no, just said, you don't even know. He did just brag a little bit. Mm-hmm. He did. But he He's could like, be wrong. I was born first. Who knows? I was. Uh no, I Maybe I'm, it I'm, shaped tur- it turned completely sorry. it changed of course. Anyway. I was clarifying the reason why twins talk about it a lot is cuz we get asked a bit a, a lot. So kind of like we have a general thing where we have a lot of people ask us the same questions and so sometimes just like unconsciously I will just talk about something without somebody bringing something up because just to get out of the way almost so it's like you know that was i think maybe where that came from anyway Anyway, you're like i apologize for my brother luke's immaturity (laughs) yeah exactly that's exactly how it goes i get a free pass because i'm the younger one yeah luke's the younger one i have to take care of everything and you know but anyway enough talk about us should we talk about another twin you want to talk about the baseball team the twins they're rocking it and they all yeah no we're best team in the league right now that's not entirely true anyway no sorry the um, lead us in. What are we talking about this week? Just gonna do uh, playoff stuff the whole time, Sean. Are we gonna do that? Or are we gonna address the whole elephant in the room, with uh, the capital situation here? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> about because the logo, Luke. You can read your your tweet off, and I'm a little bit frustrated with this tweet because it just it makes sense to me. Like no, like what you don't understand makes complete sense to me. I said, are the Washington Capitals like a bunch of capital cities, or why have I not thought about this? They have an eagle in their logo, though. Are they the Eagles? Are they Eagles? Is there a capital eagle? (laughs) 
And that my that my question was, I was looking at the spelling. We were watching the first period of the Capitals uh, Panthers game, and I saw the spelling because I always have to remind myself that the building is spelled with an O, and the city is capital city is spelled with an A. Or money, money also. Or money, capital. And I was curious, what are the capitals? Like, and Sean was mad about it. Yeah. Or he, he was irritated with us for some reason. I don't like, know why. I think you add the plural. Well, I'm not actually irritated. I think you add, the, <laughs> you add the S if it sounds better. Or, like, I think it's just, it's sort of optional. Like, if they said the Washington Capitol with no S. That'd be money. That would I would think money then. And then they would have completely different team colors. It'd be green and... But then that wouldn't anyway. Go on. <laughs> well, it would defeat the purpose. But like, it, so it just doesn't sound good. And so somebody probably just is like, let's just throw an S on it. Like you, you, your counter to that is like the Minnesota Wild, right? Yeah, well, which yeah. is a dumb or, team name. I have always thought that the Wild was yeah. a dumb team name because it's the. I mean, the Avalanche. The Avalanche. See, the, I get the Avalanche. You don't survive the first one therefore there are no multiple avalanches <laughs> well i think an avalanche is usually like well i don't know i guess you could be like a tornado where there's multiple tornadoes and i don't know is the entire event of an avalanche is that what the thing is like if there's if say you're on like multiple mountains and they all happen at once is that one avalanche or is it multiple avalanches Wait, did you say if you're on multiple mountains no i'm saying like if there's like a mountain range and they're like is there a distance between like peaks peaks or something look we're from the midwest there aren't yeah, mountains i'm not here, a mountain so. guy just to be clear but like i'm saying if there are multiple like different areas of a mountain that have an avalanche on it is that all the one avalanche or is it multiple avalanches i would assume it doesn't we're getting off track here <laughs> it doesn't matter all i was saying is that i was thinking about what are the actual like cat like what is a like like they say like so you know tj oshi is now a capital right that's what they say like a washington capital or they would say TJ Oshie was a St. Louis Blue, I think is what they say for the Blues. Um, but also like the Utah Jazz, right? Which is we just looked this up because that's like it's they were in New Orleans and then they moved to Utah and they kept their name, which is like the dumbest thing ever. But this is beside the point because there are there's the Wild, there's the Lightning, there's the Kraken, which is weird because it's not a plural. Um, and then there's also the uh, uh, the avalanche. But again, like it and just wouldn't sound good if it was the crack in. No. Like, so to clarify, you are saying that this is just based on aesthetics. So like, what is the 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 what sounds good, what looks good, what is makes more most sense, kind of in a subjective manner. There's no like definition. I'm we're saying that the fact that the Washington Capitals as a team implies that there are, are multiple capitals. That must imply then that there are the team is cities because it's DC. It's obviously. comprised of many different capital cities. Yes. That's what we are. The point was. <laughs> so dumb. <we're. laughs> this is dumb. We need to end this conversation. Sean doesn't seem content. face. If you can see Sean's face, he's just like staring through us. Like, Has, it doesn't make sense if you have. I, I'm just. I guess that there's a lot of. We already. We've already laid it out. We don't need to talk about this anymore. But it's isn't just, it like weird when you have like? Well, the weirdest one is, is the Maple Leafs, right? Because like, uh, leaves yeah. isn't a thing; it's leaves. But that's yeah, it's like that's an army named after thing, an army. So it's a military right? thing, right? Oh, is it? I eh? you, you don't know, not know this? No. Yeah, I even I know this. I you've never looked up why it's the maple leaves and not the leaves. Yeah, yeah, it's like I've a, never some... looked it up. I've just always called them the leaves sometimes, <laughs> just like for the joke of it. 
Uh, yeah, Josh is looking it up, right? Yeah, see, we're yeah, even the, we're the, bigger Leafs fans yeah, than big, you are. The name Maple Leafs came from a World War One fighting unit, the Maple Leaf Regiment. Toronto returned to the top. Oh, this is. Uh, yeah, so it's it's a it's a military thing. I don't quite know. Yeah, but was there plural with an S? Like I without know. changing it to the least. I, I don't know. So I don't know. Again, it's like a, not... they're like they're like two hundred years old, so it doesn't you know. Yeah. Did doesn't you just say World War One? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, they're like a hundred years old. It's like whatever. It's... I don't know how long the Leafs have been around for. It's do you know how long Canada's been around for? Uh, <laughs> don't I don't know. Should we do some Canadian geography history? So it's gonna be, just... be one hundred and fifty-five years this summer. Really. Yeah, it's not. It's it's only that long. Yeah. Can, so can, happy Canada. happy hundred fifty fifth birthday to. Is it? Uh, what's the name of like their of the holiday? The Canadian holiday? Do they have? Do they celebrate? Canada Day. Is it Canada Day? I do should not know, know Canada Day. That's like I the most know, important but... day for evolving hockey. Although it hasn't been for like the last couple of years. It's like the strange seasons. But yeah. No. Anyway, sorry. We're getting off base. Cap uh, hit projections day. As you celebrate it as. Uh, yes. Anyway, uh, I guess while we're on the Capitals, they are, and I think, are they, they're currently tied. So we are recording this uh, on a Monday night. It's May 9th at uh, 7.30 Central. Um, the P- Penguins are c- currently up 4-1 on the Rangers. And I, What? Yeah. It was tied when we left. I know. That's, I, I saw Sean cheering in the background because he clearly See, wants this is the what Josh, Josh made this point about relying only on a goalie in a series is it, it, well, it can, so here's the thing, though. Sketchy. If you put it in the correct goalie, the, the Rangers the clearly, <laughs> clearly, clearly want to play in front of Gorgiev instead. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. We saw the comeback the other night. Just With like Gorgiev and Net in this series, the Rangers <laughs> are up. Uh, wait, did they come back from 4 nothing? It was 4-1, right? It 4-1. was 4-1. Yeah, yeah. So do, they're up 3-1. They're up they do it again. They lost, though. <laughs> they did, but they... <laughs> in aggregate, like the three one, if they did not start that game with Shesterkin, they win that game, right? And like they're up in the series right now. I mean, sure. I, I Sean's I mean, doing a bit here. Shesterkin is the clear goalie, but also like I mean, I don't know that first game. Oh uh, yeah, Shesterkin's performance in that first game was like insane. Was I mean, it, it, didn't you look, Luke? You looked that up. You tweeted about it. Wasn't that like one of? Oh the, yeah. if not the. It like, was like the highest xga a goalie faced in a single game since like oh seven oh eight, and it was by like over one goal about like xga like i think the highest before that was i tweet ah oh, who was it this demko? was like a, wasn't it demko or no was no it? he had the highest demko had the highest goals saved. the goal oh, save okay. above expected because he had a shutout against vegas where they had like six point something xga or xgf expected goals four and demko shut them out and i like all the funny thing about all of these is that like there's some really weird issues in the data like in like 0708 and 09809 and I like I've had to go back and fix so many things like when we were doing this so whenever I'm looking at this it always makes me like nervous that I'm going to find like <laughs> errors in our data because like there's just weird data issues in the first two seasons but I didn't find really find any um but it is all it's it's funny because like some of those early seasons I kind of always have to like be like what because it's been it's like 14 years ago now and it's like well that game is not like on any you can't go watch it again right so all we have is the data but yeah no uh, Shesterkin's and it was kind of his performance because I think Pittsburgh had what like 8.5 xg expected goals for that game like it was insane and and it's it's also hard because a lot of the top xgf performances from teams include like a bunch of shots at an empty net where they missed so i think like the highest was like a vegas game 
where they had like 10 XGF, but that's because they missed an empty net like six or seven times in the last three minutes. And so they added like three XGF because empty net goals XGF are extremely high. Anyway, yeah, there's just circuit performance, but then he's just been, he's had a couple kind of rough games here. And yeah, I don't know. That's but that's going to happen in the playoffs. It's goalies, you know. That's what I that's what I said in the uh, uh, in our preview last week was that. But I don't know. I think the Rangers are like I tweeted this out. I think that series is like the weirdest in terms of just like how I, I think the Penguins again are well. I mean they are relying a lot on that the Crosby line, um, but they've also and then you know uh, uh, DeSmith got hurt, so it's been Louis Domingue, um, who is now like seems to just be doing fine, I guess. Uh, and it's I don't think he he didn't look when we were watching tonight. I didn't think he looked particularly great, but the Rangers just were taking a bunch of perimeter shots, like big clap bombs from like the you know outside the faceoff circles. And it's just like I don't think that they. I mean, credit to the Penguins though they are doing a pretty good job of like getting in you know shutting down the Rangers from in close. Although I don't think the Rangers. This is what we saw in the regular season is they don't they don't tend to generate a ton of amazing chances or shots compared to their opponents on in aggregate. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting because if the Penguins hold this, which they are still, uh, oh, the Rangers scored, so it's four two. Sean could have given us an update, but he didn't. <laughs> did you not um, see my face? I didn't. I was probably. I don't know what. I don't know. You could be watching the Capitals or the Panther Panthers or the Rangers. You're probably not watching the Capitals. I don't take you as a Capitals Panthers fan. Like would watch that series. I don't know why. I actually haven't watched a lot of the. I've watched that series. Much- actually, has has been better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, well, because the Capitals are up 2-1, right? And Yeah, and the Capitals are like legitimately playing well. It's not like it's like a getting goalie type of thing. Like, yeah. They're playing pretty yeah. well. Yeah, no, I've, I haven't. Those ones have been on. The Capitals, it seems like for whatever reason, the Capitals, uh, Panthers, like right now, the Rangers, Penguins, they start at the same time. And I just put that one on because I thought it was a little bit more. It's just weird. That Rangers-Penguins series is weird, so I think it's more entertaining to watch. But that would be, I mean, if the Capitals end up winning, that oh, would be yeah. a huge upset by our model. I don't know we if we would have be... had an upset that big in the last couple of years. Uh, uh, no, the, well, we no. didn't do the 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 eighteen nineteen Lightning. Yeah, right? um, that eighteen nineteen that would have been to Columbus. Actually, probably would have maybe did higher. They, did they get swept? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they? Yeah that that produced the most one of the most memorable team tweets of all time. The <laughs> the we don't sorry. have any words. we don't have any words. <laughs> it's so good, but um, but yeah, the Capitals uh, uh, Panthers series has been really. Interesting, just to look at their acquisition, like their trade line acquisitions, which have uh, in the in the game they lost uh, the Panthers. Um, Sherratt was like their worst player. He and about Drew. game three, game three, yeah. yeah what was that three. on Sunday? I think um, yesterday. No. You're just no. not getting the patterns. Saturday, it was Saturday. It was Saturday, and the games are on at the same time right now because it's a split network. Like you gotta you gotta get up on some of like the. <laughs> Look, we don't, you know, we have to do all. Well, they're this. not all. Didn't didn't like Dallas. Uh, Dallas Calgary got moved a day late, right? They're like offset, aren't they? Or no? Am no, I? No, I don't wrong? think so. No, I don't no, know. I just look today. at what the they're schedule today. is. Yeah. Okay. Just disregard. You just wake up every. Like I wish I could be like that and just like wake up every day and just like look at the schedule and not have everything memorized. But <laughs> <laughs> you wish that you didn't have the burden of memorization. Yeah. <laughs> you have it's to little, memorize. It's a, it's a little freakish. We don't need to like go into my childhood, but like. When I was like in middle school, like let's say, like they had a color pattern, and like a couple weeks into school, I would literally know every kid in my grade schedule by heart, and it was just like a natural thing. I didn't try. Like I would just like know, like oh this this kid's in like red English. Like I just know. I just know. I I don't. You don't know why? No it's a gift. It's a gift. It's you didn't ask gift, for it. 
Because <laughs> I think those kids, <laughs> I think like if so anybody they, knew, like it just like looked weird. <laughs> did people great. then like ask you like where is this person? Did people know about this or did, no, were you, you try embarrassed? Not to talk about it because yeah. then With- like the, 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 like. Especially like <laughs> at that age, like just learning about like the word like stalker or something. Like, oh my god, yeah, Game I was a stalker with... in, in like eighth grade. That's like death. Don't even go to high school at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, just remember with with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Well, and if, if a teacher ever needs you... to know where a kid is, I could tell them that they're in red English. Like... So do do you like memorize the regular season schedule? Then, no, no, it's too That'd much. Too it's much. like the the. 1300 games is too much well, there's no there's not like patterns to that right yeah i know so there's no patterns i i could have like a general idea of things i was able the same way i was able to piece together the playoff schedule i was able to sort of piece together before it came out the um winter break schedule a good okay. portion of it and that's how i was able to plan my trip to seattle before the the uh, schedule came out sounds like yeah. a gift sean's got a gift yeah for... he's got a gift is it just or with schedules? Is it just with schedules? Do you have any other memorization, uh, like numbers or photographic type stuff? I mean, I can remember a lot of like different things. It's just like <laughs> random. It'll be like yeah, random I remember things. things. I, It'll yeah. be like I can remember. Uh, I don't know. I I'd have to like come back on like my craziest types of memories, but like I right. I could just remember like really random things sometimes but maybe we'll put, put put a pin in that and we'll come back to it later yeah. it sounds like a little bit like you know what synesthesia is sean no. have you heard no. that term it sounds it's like the, a hard word to spell uh yeah I, i'm not gonna try to spell it it's usually it's i think it can be expanded to more than this but usually it's referred to people often it goes hand in hand you know what perfect pitches have you heard the term perfect pitch before sean perfect pitch yeah where like with music or like notes or sounds, I like some about baseball. No, <laughs> no, no. no. You like never heard so, of perfect pitch? Someone who basically can hear a note and they know exactly what pitch it is, and they can so they tell can name yeah. the pitch. That's so B minor. Pl- no, well, no, it I would mean, be a note. Like they hear yeah. a, a frequency and they can name the note, and then they can tell you hertz. if it's in tune. <laughs> Forty-four hertz is not it's even very a, low. That's not an audible sound. <laughs> no, it is. Oh, I guess yeah, it, it would is. be. Yeah, that'd be right below, at the very end most, of the bass Most most speakers don't really go below forty hertz. Some go. Some don't go below sixty. Yeah. Anyway, per- anyway, perfect pitch. What I was saying, synesthesia is. It's not just music, but it's usually this is how people think about it. Is some people will see colors in their head when they hear sounds, or it's also it's also I think the general phenomenon of people like visualizing certain things, like so it'd be like. Something that shouldn't really be visualized might be interpreted in your brain as like a visual thing. It's kind of like something. a mixing got, of the senses. I got that. Yeah. I got yes. that. High fives or sprite. What? High fives or sprite. I don't know what your what does this even have to do with anything? What so, is a high like a high five as in like the act of a high five? Yep. That's sprite to me. Oh I like, think of it as sprite. Like that those <laughs> I'm dead serious. I, like, like the drink. When you're saying that, I can think about um this time. Basically, it was kind of like a daycare, preschool type of thing um, where I got a high five and I thought about Sprite. And from then on, whenever there's a high five, like whenever I high five someone or someone high fives me, I think of Sprite. Like that that pops into my head and I'll then remember said high five and I think of Sprite when I see the high five. See, <laughs> this is I like don't know if that would be synesthesia, but that's odd. Yeah, it's the, odd. The, <laughs> it, 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 it is a little odd unless... <laughs> The, the actual the Wikipedia definition of it is that is a 
Synesthesia is a perceptual phenomenon in which stimulation of one sensory or cognitive pathway leads to involuntary experiences in a second sensory or cognitive pathway. Isn't that the same? So that is the same thing. Well, this is you thinking about the one thing. The feel of a high five oh, reminds me largely. Of the taste of, of Sprite. But that would be like well, if like you more smell like, something well, I and guess you think it, about where it came from. Well, yeah, a that's, high five, I think. Well, all I'm saying is what my point was, I don't even know where we got to this Yeah, we need to talk all. about the other Eastern Conference. <laughs> no, these are the two series. Is this our Eastern Conference segment? I thought segment? we could do some play, do some more playoff stuff here, and then there's also a lot of league stuff that ha- is going on, so we can maybe cover that the second half. Oh, my gosh. Josh is going to break out the R scripts. There's Norris. <laughs> <laughs> we have Norris, and I think Vesna got announced too, right? Um, Vesna got announced? I think so. I think it was Shesterkin, Markstrom, and... Uh, 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 Anderson? Yeah. Should have been Anderson. No. Who scored? Uh, Pittsburgh. They're up, what, 5-2 now? Yeah. Oh, okay. no. Um, did we cut? We didn't really... I guess we covered My these. My boy Danton. With the stars. Danton with the stars. <laughs> no, Danton. Did you see that? I uh, The NHL headline after Pittsburgh won their last game? That was the NHL headline. Was dancing with the stars. Well, I <laughs> hope they get canceled. Uh, Look at well, that deflection right there. Sean's yeah, they live. got they got a pulse Shesterkin. Um, no way they keep him in. Yeah, well, the Rangers. If, I think this is always what it seems to happen. If they if a game one goes to like ultra overtime, and and the the team that wins, I don't know how true this is, but this feels like it's just kind of like a backbreaking loss if you lose game one in like a triple overtime scenario. Like that just feels very. Is that what happened with Col- the Columbus Tampa series, where they played that five OT game? Seth Jones played like two hundred minutes, and and they lost. Was that game one? I don't know. Anyway, it, it, that was a bubble game. Oh yeah, that that's right. Oh man, These, My brain, the, our brains are mush. That was we have been, I will say though, the first round I think has been very entertaining because there's a lot of like. Um, it very much has not been. I think well because the Leafs are down. That's the only yeah, reason. The Leafs are tied. down, or the Leafs are tied. They got basically rocked. like every series is tied. Yeah, except well, for the Avalanche. Colorado. Yeah, well, we haven't. So we haven't talked about the Boston Carolina yeah. series, which was. Oh yeah, we got two more series. Okay, yeah. let's We're, get into we, those. We are not talking about like Prashanth like looked it up, and it's like the goal differential for like the games, average goal differential, like the win margin, is like over three, which is by yeah. far the highest. It's been since they went to seven game series, yeah, in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, but the series results are it's back and forth, so it's like yeah, but all the games are blowouts. That, yeah, yeah, no, they have been. That's yeah, yeah that's what it is. So it, it's almost like in racing. So like, I know you guys aren't race fans, but like a problem in like Formula One that they've tried to address is like there's overtaking, but overtaking if it's kind of like artificial, if you will, like isn't this another goal? Let's go. It is. Like, not necessarily entertaining. Overtakes themselves are not necessarily entertaining. It's, like, the closeness of the battles. And even if a driver doesn't pass to overtake, like, it could be quite entertaining. And it's, like, I think you'd much rather, like, really close games regardless of the series as opposed to, like... Or, like, you kind of need a mix of of everything. But, like, really close games, and I don't really care about the series results to, like, make it really entertaining as opposed to, like close series but every game's a blowout and like the third periods aren't fun no i i agree um i also think that like yeah we're having like incredibly high and i wonder if this is kind of a trip like contributing to this is the number of penalties that are being called because like i did a thread on this 
because I was just, I mean, my, but I don't know if that's um, contributing to the very high scoring rates or like the difference goal differential, but like the penalties are the highest they've ever been in, since 07, 08 in either regular season or playoffs. Like the number of minors they're calling this season, this regular season has jumped like what, what did I, I just looked it up through yesterday. So this is through May, Sunday, May 8th, the, um, each team is on average taking or drawing 5.3 minor penalties per 60 minutes, all situations. So basically per game, it was probably, so there's about 10 and a half penalties taken or drawn in penalties in a game. That's kind of what it seems like, which is, um, much higher. The regular well, no, it season. It wouldn't be that many. It'd be, it wouldn't be double. That would be like, there'd be. Well, I'm saying in a game, that's 5.3 per team. Yeah, but. Per 60. Well, there's some offsets and whatever, but that's, that's, yeah, yeah that kind of checks that, out. That includes, yeah. that includes coincidental minors, but that's compared to the regular season, which was 3.3. So that's per team. So we're seeing compared to this regular season, there's two more penalties per team per 60 minutes than there were in in this year's playoffs compared to the regular season, which is why, it, in my opinion, feels so much different. And last year's playoffs had basically a penalty rate of a little over, like almost 3.4. So it's just, I don't know what happened, why they just all of a sudden started calling many, many more minor penalties, but it's well, just... To be clear, that we do, and I think this goes against conventional thought, but the penalties do go up in the playoffs oh, yeah. when compared to the regular season. Most people don't think that, or they're like, oh, well, in the penalties, they let stuff go. When actuality, you see that the refs call a lot more penalties in the in the playoffs. Now, well, they do let stuff go. They do, I mean, but like... They There's don't let more us... infractions that are occurring on the ice, and whether or not they get called is is sort of the thing. Yeah, I mean, so there's I significantly more infractions that are committed during playoffs when intensity is well, extremely high. I mean, yeah, I mean we can't yeah, prove that. We, that we don't have. On a, we can't prove that with the data, but that's the intuitive sense is that you can yeah, get away with a lot more in play. Your playoffs. subjective opinion on the matter is, is that, that not your opinion on the matter? I mean, uh, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't think is that I, not I why that you I, think that there's the source of the of the myth that there's less penalties in the playoffs? I mean, it would make sense, but I don't know. I I think that it's I can't have watched like when i watch the game i don't think and i would i don't would not trust anybody to be able to evaluate that actual number difference like watching games in the playoffs i just don't think that that's possible without because well, like, you'd have to make a subjective decision <laughs> yeah. on okay well in the regular season they would they called this thing but they didn't call it in the playoffs you would have like there it would be a very hard thing to prove that that's the case i think unless you're doing a, like a a very over overall like video tracking of, and then you have a clearly defined rule set about what should be called and what shouldn't be called kind of thing. Like, I, I don't know. Anyway, we're getting off topic. It's a very plausible that yes, they do let more, there are more infractions in the playoffs and, but they, they let more go, but they still call more penalties because there are more infractions. That would make sense. I'm just going to say that there's no way that we can actually say and if that's true. My initial point was more that they. I think it's you can say that the penalties are up this year compared to previous playoffs. Just looking at it, if the same oh, yeah, trend no, hold, that's my more my point, which seems like there was some kind of shift in officiating at least a little bit, maybe up front. Now this is only games three and a half. You know, I mean, we're like three to four games, or maybe on game well, four for most teams yeah. right now, and we're, it'll be games four through the rest of tonight. 
So we'll see what happens for the rest of the rounds. But And it, maybe it is that teams are doing more penalties, <laughs> committing more infractions right this season than last. I don't know if I, – I wouldn't be able to, uh, to say with any confidence that that's the case without any data to back it up. Um, but that's just my opinion on it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, who knows if it continues. Like, the regular season is usually the first few games they call, like, a billion penalties yeah. and they ease up. But um, I don't know. I've actually – it's maybe a hot take. I don't know, but I really like the way that these games are being called. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't and, uh, think there's been many like horrific calls where like something doesn't exist. No, no and, I, and I don't think so. That's the other thing that's kind of funny is like I think we are saying this on like Twitter is basically like, well, if they're going to call it this way, I don't know why they weren't doing that in the regular season so the players can get used to these type the way that they're calling the game because it's pretty clear that the players are doing this. And it's not like they're trying to take penalties, right? Like, I don't think any, I mean, unless there's like the quote unquote good penalty to take on like a breakaway or something like, you know, there's just been a lot of trips, a lot of like holding. I've seen, it feels like a lot of holding the stick penalties. I don't know. Maybe that's just me in the games we've watched, but yeah, it definitely feels like there's more penalties and I do like the way that they're calling the game. I just wish that the players wouldn't take as many penalties because I really am not a fan of five-on-five play constantly being interrupted for power plays. That's not like, you know, that's just me personally. I like the flow of five-on-five hockey, and I love periods where there's no whistles and the game just flows. Like, that's what I really enjoy watching about hockey. So when they have to constantly stop and have power plays, I think that's kind of – it gets a little bit annoying. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. Oh, I was going to just say that I – yeah, it – well, I don't actually really have anything to add. I was uh, (laughs) – I got thrown off there because I thought Sean was going to say something, so my mind went blank. Anyway. But, yeah, I mean, the only thing with the penalties is that I think at times it has controlled the games. But, I mean, you kind of kick yourself sometimes. Like the Canes yesterday, right, on Mother's Day. The Canes just obliterated themselves by taking so many penalties – they put themselves down. They allowed the Bruins to come back. They put themselves down. They kept taking penalties. They didn't offer themselves a chance to come back. And, like, the Bruins just shut them down. And, you know, you, you just kind of kick yourself in the foot. I feel like some teams have just done that. They've, they've just kind of, like, been kicking themselves and taking and it, too many penalties. Yeah. It seems like it's, it is kind of funny because I think the, it also goes the other way where, like, the, like I think the Blues, I mean, like, we've been watching, obviously, the, the Wild Blues series, which I guess we'll get to the second half. But um, I think the Wild are, like, like two for 15 or something on the power play, like in their series. Uh, and they've taken, like the Blues have taken a ton of penalties. Well, the Wild have taken <laughs> a lot of penalties. If I were the Blues, down. I would definitely take penalties against the Wild. <laughs> yeah, I'd no, an that's aggressive yeah. penalty kill. They can't score on me. I don't know. No, that's Let's my go. point is that, like, it goes the other way too, where, like, the Wild have been, it's like there's been a lot of penalties in the Wild Blues series, and the Wild just, their their power play just does not look very good. The Blue, and and to, be, to be fair, the Blues have. In their series, I don't know. We should maybe just hold off until this, till the second half. But um, well, I will say the also that, that their yeah. their system, like their whole approach to the Wild, is basically just clog up the the you know like the kind of high danger areas, like get in the way, like you know. The, and they've been taking a lot of penalties, but the Wild haven't been able to convert on those power plays. But I will say also that I think when you have more power plays, you have more of the announcers talking about how well a, a team has done on the power play. And I get really annoyed with that. It's like, oh, they're 0 for 6 on the power play today. It's like, I don't care. Yeah, I, we already watched that. It doesn't matter because that's going to happen. That's hockey. It's just you don't score at average scoring rates every single power play. It just doesn't work that way. So, yeah, of course some teams are going to go. And now I know that, 
you know, that's like, oh, they're just pointing it out. Well, they had six power play opportunities when they didn't score any, so that's why they lost. But it's just like, I don't know. I just, that's always kind of like, okay, don't talk about this. I don't well, care. Well, in a way, it, it is one of the reasons why they lost, but also they didn't score elsewhere either. Yeah. So it doesn't really but matter. But anyway, what's, so the, what, well, we got the, let's finish the Bruins Canes. I think we probably need to go to break here. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll just do those. We'll finish up the six other series. <laughs> just, we no, no, five. Do we do three? I don't even know. I don't know. think we're like covering any particular series here, Luke. Oh, I figured, you know, for the viewers, the viewers. we should, we should, for the listeners, <laughs> for the listeners, we need to cover all the series just in case it's their favorite team and we want to, you know, they want to hear our opinions on their favorite team. Right, well, we will, we will potentially cover the rest of the series. We may not. I haven't really watched. I said this last week was that I, I was interested in watching the Kings Oilers, but I actually haven't watched like any of that series. That's the one series I haven't. Well, like, yeah, it's like, we just have, we have a lot of work to do and I can't watch like six hours of hot. Well, it's what? If it started at 6 p.m. our time. Well, if you woke up earlier, you could. <laughs> but I well, stay up late to work, so that's, that's what. So I'm not going to wake up earlier. So I, I don't can naturally work, work well. I don't work well day. in the morning. I don't. I just yeah. don't. It's not I, even the, when I those had are a, the most productive hours. No, no for wrong, you, Sean. Wrong. You're you're in your own little bubble over there. Wrong. <laughs> no, wrong. for most people. <laughs> no, I know. No, I know for, for most, most people. I'm not, not most people. Are you not members of the 4 a.m. club? Like you go to bed at 4 a.m. You don't get up yeah. at 4 a.m. Like I finish my work at 4 a.m. I think what... only insane people get up at 4 a.m. I don't get up at 4 a.m. But I, I was actually just thinking today Not about people. the time I was flying back from Texas. And so I went to the airport in Austin at like 3.30 <laughs> in the morning because my Uber was early too. And I'm, I'm messaging you about like the podcast. And I say like, are you recording the podcast tonight? And you're like, like in an hour or so? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we do all the that's what we do all our work. My peak our peak both of our peak operating hours are like 10 p.m. until like 4 a.m. That's like when I do the best work. Is yeah. like between it's, that period. And I think what it is it's like the hockey work specifically. I don't know why it is, but that's how it's been for years even when we had our day jobs. It was like I couldn't I couldn't work during the day. I had to do my day job during the day, and so I only ever worked at night. So I'm very it's been Six, seven years of me working at night on hockey stuff, so it's very natural. And when the sun's out, I have trouble working on hockey stuff. Now, that, that has changed a little bit, but um, anyway, enough about this. Sean, please take us to break, and then we'll come back and cover the, the rest of the series in full detail. All right. Well, we may or may not have a different sponsor that has a lovely message for you, and we'll be right back <laughs> after this break. <laughs> The Evolving Hockey Podcast is brought to you by EvolvingHockey.com, your home for advanced NHL statistics on the web. When you become a subscriber to EvolvingHockey.com, you gain access to such evaluation tools as NHL Goals Above Replacement, Regularized Adjusted Plus Minus, Skater Contract Projections, Visualizations, Charts, and much more. Visit Evolving-Hockey.com slash login today to become a subscriber. Thank you so much for that lovely message from our sponsor. As you noticed, it was the same sponsor. I thought it was going to be new. <laughs> I didn't. I said maybe. I know. And the answer Wait, to that was no. Considering we make all of those ads, I was surprised. Maybe I will make a new ad tonight just to make Sean oh look funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, the humor was in the idea. Uh, whatever. So I guess we're back to, uh, to talking about some more hockey stuff as Shusterkin gets pulled. Um <laughs> Did he get pulled? 
Yeah. Yes, we, we already talked about this. I wasn't down here. I was getting coffee. Yeah, Luke was oh. Luke was not here. It was you okay, and me. Sean. You get excuses. I, I have trouble telling you apart sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it was an identical twin joke. You didn't have to. No, I, I get it. We already cover. We already covered twin stuff this this uh, this episode. We don't need to do it again. Oh yeah, the Islanders fired Trots. Forgot. I. I... Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. There were a couple non-playoff things I thought we could talk about later. We. Oh, and Pierre Maguire got fired. I know. What did he do? I don't think anyone did knows he do anything? what he did. He got like, do you he know, got Sean? and uh, who was the other defenseman? Hamannick? No, who did they trade for? I don't Ham- remember. Hamannick, yes. Yeah? Yeah, they were no. real. Pierre, wasn't Pierre like big behind that one? I think they I were. They were making, they were trading like they were a playoff team. That's what they did. <laughs> like they had no reason to do any of those moves. Well, here's the thing. I think it shows. I think it shows you how bad playoff teams are at trading at the deadline. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true too. Yeah, we'll just look at you know. Well, I don't know what's the we, I we were somebody so we were arguing about this not arguing somebody it kind of came up on Twitter and and somebody was talking about how Flurry was the best deadline acquisition. Which I took some. Uh, I think Flurry has been pretty good in the series against the Blues, uh, but the Wild have been just the very good at limiting chances, like they always are. It seems like, and I don't agree. I don't. I think I, my take was I think Lekkinen was the best acquisition at the deadline uh, for for playoff teams. Sean is looking at me very. Um, I was going to say Cop for the Rangers, but that's not. <laughs> are you not going to say Giroux? Okay, yeah, well, yeah, I uh, mean, yeah, yeah, Giroux, yes. Okay, that's the best acquisition, but well, they had to give yeah. up? Well, actually, no, they didn't. But, the, okay, I kind of forgot about that because, like, Giroux put the Flyers in a... Basically, the... That the, doesn't count. I don't consider <laughs> the Giroux trade to be, like, an like An, an acquisition, yeah. because that was, like... They just were given Giroux, more or less. Right? I mean, that's where he wanted their to hand, play. Yeah, he wanted to go, he had, like, a full no-move clause, no-trade clause, whatever, and the Flyers basically... If they were going to get anything from him, sure, but that wasn't your original. Like that's not your original. You said best acquisition. Okay, fine. Just best you acquisition. You didn't say best acquisition relative to price point or anything <laughs> like that. No, you're right. You're right. It, okay, it's Drew. Yes. I, I think so. That- aside from Drew, okay. We're gonna say aside from Giroux. Well, Giroux's probably the best, but after no, he Giroux, yeah, he, he is. But Lacan is mine. I mean, because also, I mean, I don't know if this is. I I think the Colorado Nashville series is like a little bit uh, skewed because Riddick has been, and then Ingr- I mean, like Riddick was so bad, and then Riddick, In- Riddick, sorry, and then R- Ingram. We just know him as Big Save Big Dave. Save Dave. So- I don't use, I don't call him his last name. I should have just said Big Save Dave. No save Dave, right? Isn't that what people were? <laughs> no save Dave. The whole series is just like a meme. Although uh, I thought yeah. Nashville, I thought Nash- Nashville stuck in it in in Game Three. I thought maybe they'd pull out a game. Yeah, especially. With I mean, Kemper. I yeah. To be to be fair, like I think that they've well, not to be fair. I I, I think Nashville's look really bad. <laughs> like I mean, more actually, it's more that the Avalanche have just looked really really good. Yeah, I mean, um, and the Avalanche have a like basically fully healthy team now. And they kind of hadn't had that, or maybe they were like keeping guys out for the end of the like regular season. But what, Sean? Well, no, that's like the thing. So that's the thing. Like, I feel like Colorado by far has been the best te- team in the league. I'll I'll give the Presidents Trophy and whatever else to to Florida, and like they call the regular season champions. But Colorado had people don't remember like the COVID breakout before the season stopped for COVID. Like they had a massive breakout. They had some injuries and then they did a significant amount of resting. Yeah. Um, as we came into playoffs. 
So, like, we have not seen, like, a full-throttle Colorado Avalanche for much of the year, except for no. that, like, um, sort of, like, the period in, like, what, January, February, where they had that, like, insane home win streak and all that jazz. Like, for the most part, we have not seen a full-throttle Colorado Avalanche team. And this team, no, they're it's insane. hockey, so they maybe can't, but, like, could just obliterate every single team, I guess. But yeah. I think the Blues would beat them in round two. <laughs> <laughs> I would be, um, I don't know. We, I, I'm just going to say that the Avalanche, um, it was kind of funny because I was looking at this like, you know, I'd run the daily game probabilities for our, for involving hockey. And I would look for like the last month, Colorado was like, they were, you know, because we include rolling team differentials in our as a predictor in the game probabilities. And like their Corsi differential was not very good there. You know, they were like not having great like me- like underlying, well, not underlying metrics, but like shot metrics. And it was kind of funny because I was like, what? This is, looks weird because they were like super high like earlier in the season. But then I would like look at their rosters and it was like, you know, they had like Jack Johnson and Curtis McDermott and like, you know, all these like these kind of suboptimal like for that team with their the actual players that they have on their, you know, available. They weren't playing them. And it's like then the, the but then like it comes to the playoffs and like they're the highest probability we have to win a series and i looked at the roster i'm like okay yeah there there's the avalanche team that's the one i was like expecting to see when i was running these same like these game probabilities for the last month and they haven't had this because you know when when you play you know but i I, it is kind of funny because i think that if they would have played their full team in the regular season i definitely think they you know they they at least i think they would have won the president's trophy like no problem um but i don't know what happened big save alex Alex, yeah. In George, what? Alex George. Gorg, oh, yeah. <laughs> a big uh, save, big save. So yeah, they have on Kapanen. So does it really count? I don't think so. But, <laughs> uh, the but Av- anyway, the Avalanche yeah, have a chance I, tonight, right? To sweep. I mean, we said we apologized in advance to the Predators fans who were listening. We did. Yeah. <laughs> when we gave when we gave our preview, like yeah, I mean, if we did full like full Stanley Cup playoff simulations, I bet that the, the Avalanche would have been our, our Stanley Cup well, favorites. Yeah, and again, and this is, I think, one of the things, like how the Flames are struggling against the Stars so far, is that they both the Flames and the Avalanche have like easily eat. And I think the Flames have the easiest like side of the of any bracket, I think. Um, but both teams have, you know, rel- well, we're supposed to. Now, Sean was saying that our Flames pick was, you know, kind of crazy, although all the models were like 70-plus on the Flames. Um, and it's been a lot of, you know, the pride of Lakeville, you know, Ottinger uh, for the Stars so far. Now, I think some of it's been a little bit weird. The um, I still don't think the Stars are very good, but this does seem like... Well, no, like, they're just like a one-line team, yeah. and that one line has been very good. Yeah. Like, and, then and they've the had goaltending. They're basically yeah. like the Rangers, but... The, well, the one the line Rangers... wasn't good in Games 1 and 2. Yeah. Oh, okay, I mean, about? I didn't... Yeah. I <laughs> Games it's... 1 and 2, granted, I didn't really watch Game 2 much. I watched a good portion of Game 1. Probably the most boring thing. Yeah, I was oh, gonna yeah. say the like, Flame Stars series has been the most boring. I I think at least so far. It's you been just, like, you just I thought that's your type of hockey though. Well, one nothing hockey is. Yeah, but like I don't think it's been like the pacing hasn't. The, it hasn't been like very entertaining. It's not like been. I don't think good. To, it's been a lot of goalie goalieing basically. I mean, like I think Ottinger has been. It really wasn't a good amount of goalieing. See, this is why you need to read what I put up on the site. It's like after. <laughs> I, I haven't looked again, but like after game two, like the aggregate between them was like basically just a tad bit, very, very little bit more than like the Rangers. At, well, no, not the Rangers. Uh, I, the Carolina and Colorado, like 
teams that yeah. basically played like 120 minutes. Like I mean, in aggregate, was only like a tad bit more than them. In yeah, but sure. I, I but like Ottinger, Ottinger's like you know he saved like six and a half goals uh, above expected like through three games and like the last two. Sure, game one. But I'm just saying that it's been to me. It hasn't been as much defense as it's been like just the stars have been. Well, actually, I would say the Flames just haven't been able to generate anything. I mean, they. I think what have they scored like three goals or something in like the series? Like I don't even know how many goals they've scored, but it's four, it, four maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's just like the Flames that I think we saw in the regular season are just having trouble against this Stars team. There's uh, three, right? I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. Did they get uh, shut out? Yeah, they got shut out in game two. Oh, yeah. okay. I think it's three. So it's like I've been watching the Flames, been like, well, where the hell is the, you know, like, and a lot of that, it's just like the goalie. So, yes, in a way, I do kind of like it. It's also like they've been some of the later games, and so at that point I've already watched a lot of hockey, so I'm kind of not really paying as much attention. Um, but, uh, yeah, I the thing is, my point was the Flames are, I, I think, have the um, the Flames and Avalanche both, and that's the reason why I think from a Stanley Cup probability, like the Avalanche probably would have maybe been – um, I don't. Our model hasn't been as high on the Blues, so like if the Blues do win and then the the Avalanche play them, I think that the Abs would be clear favorites. Um, I, I mean, I think it'd probably be close to eighty percent for the Abs, I would think. Um, but yeah, anyway. I think that's probably about where. Uh, might be a little lower, maybe seventy five, but I'm not sure. Like we're a little lower on the Blues than some models were, but that seemed like that series had a pretty big spread in probabilities. Which one? Um, the Wild Blues. That seemed yeah. like. It was pretty wide. I think like what like Dom was at seventy five percent, and then it went all the way down to like, I think some models were below fifty percent for the Wild. Like they had the blue slightly. Yeah, favored, I, so. I'm looking at this is hockey uh, skitta. Is that you, I'm not quite sure how you hockey statistic one. I think it used to be the handle. Yeah, at hockey skitta. Big shout out to to S K Y T T E um, to them. They they track a lot of the public models, and they they have they tracked all of the. At least the ones that were available. It looks like there's maybe about like 14 of them, um, including ours, Dom, Money Puck, 538, et cetera. And uh, the highest prediction in the Minnesota Blues was um, at Temple Free Hockey. had the Wild at 81% to win this series. Um, and then I think the low, the highest for the Blues was um, T-Bod. I'm not sure if that Thibault should tell. Uh, 53% for the Blues. So most, most of the models were kind of on the Wild side. Um, and the Wild have been, I mean, they've been pretty good. I mean, I think they're leading in terms of overall XG differential among within a series through four games. Um, but it's been a, I don't know, the, the Blues seem to have a, you know, a pretty good system against the Wild in certain situations. So it's been a little bit, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's the with the Wild, they, um, like the Kaprizov, Kaprizov's been very, very good in the playoffs. And I think that they've just kind of been missing a little bit of their depth. Um seems like the 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 fiala boldy line hasn't they think they boldy just got his first point and i don't know fiala i don't know it's funny fiala is a really interesting player because he like from our metrics he's not good on the power play which is really interesting because like based the wilds power play is like i don't know that's kind of one of the things we see with our metrics is that and we've kind of touched on this before about how players are put on a power play or they're put in a shorthanded situation where they actually don't look very good from a metrics like a numbers standpoint and so it's like that hurts their overall value and so it's like if they would not have been put in that situation they would have a higher overall rating because you know i think i mean the the one i think about is like miko koivu like they you know he's like an even strength he was an even strength defense god but he was really bad shorthanded for whatever reason 
And so they kept, obviously, well, they're like, oh, number one center, he's really good defensively at even strength. Going to play him on the shorthanded, but he oftentimes was hurt because of that because he played significant time shorthanded and didn't do very well in that situation. Um, And I kind of think with Fiala... On the power play, it seems like now I'm not like a microstats expert by like at all, but I know that Fiala has a lot of his game seems to come from transition, so from like zone entries and things like that. Um, and you know, on the power play, you just like zone entries. Yeah, it it's a big thing, but like it's not nearly as big of a thing at as it is at even strength. I mean, it's not really think. a big thing. Well, I, would, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying that like power plays start in the offensive zone, right? So. Yeah, you do have to re-enter the zone again, but I don't know, Sean. You're more of a microstats guy than <laughs> well, I Sean's am. Well, Sean's making a face. He like is. He, I'm just speculating confused. why Fiala might not have very good results on the power play. I mean, zone entries are like the most important part of power plays, but it's it, maybe it's a systems thing. I, every time I watch the Minnesota Wild power play, I genuinely want to jump off the top of the building. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just... Is horrific to watch, especially their zone entries. So, um, yeah. Well, maybe yeah. that's maybe it's not that overall. Maybe it's just that they're. I, I their think strategy. it's really tough to parse out the systems from the player at special teams. It's a little bit easier on on the power play um, because they're because you have the puck and there's subsets of skill, right? That you can kind yeah. of offset some systematic things. Um, but like, I think just part of it, it's like really hard to to yeah take out where to assign kind of like the failure seven seven two to assign the failures of of the really seven two yeah we're watching that we're watching the rangers just get decimated live we don't get to get we're not watching it though anyway my uh actually anyway yes but so just so yeah disregard everything i said about any type of microstats business (laughs) no i don't think i Uh, i don't think i completely (laughs) i guess i I don't think i was speculating more that i think that fiala's strength comes in transition um, and that could be in both directions. So I don't know if that's something. Whereas on special teams, like the power play specifically, it's just in one direction. Well, but like so, Sean, why do you say zone entries are more important on the power play than they are in five on five? Like that, I don't think makes sense to me. Yeah, explain for our listeners. Well, I didn't say. Well, I didn't say they're more important than five on five. I said they're more important than like the the stationary end zone stuff. Oh yeah, well I think generally well, the, the speaking, point, yeah, the point I think Luke was making is that Fiala is some of like one of his strengths is in transition. In but five he said five. that yeah. you don't use it as much, which like to some extent is true, but the impact yeah. is really there. The impact, I your impact yeah. on on shot rates will, or any sort of those metrics, expected goals, will really be derived from your zone entries and your ability to recover pucks. Yeah. So those two things matter a lot but and it, it's the puck still, movement matters as well and i don't necessarily think that fiala's no I, ability to move the puck in the offensive zone passing shooting uh, etc like to play inside a structure is bad i think where i think there's a disconnect because i don't think you think that fiala would be bad necessarily at a power play especially if he's talented offensively I think the disconnect is really kind of assigning where that Minnesota Wild power play goes wrong, and like that's a really in-depth, deep look. Yeah, and he's probably partially responsible somewhere, but it's like it's just it's a difficult task to to yeah. assign where that all goes wrong, and someone should really look into it. 
<laughs> Someone should really, really deal. <laughs> I don't know why the pilot, why the wild haven't like it hasn't been like really bad for a they, few years now. The thing, but the wild have always like they've never really had a very. I mean, other than like the only thing is like basically Caprizam Zuccarello on the power play are like the only well, real. Erickson Eck actually has er, yeah, some and decent Spurgeon, power play Spurgeon and and years ago Dumbo was pretty good on the power play, but like they have a couple players, but like they've never really had a power play that I think was like I Anything mean that was, of, and yeah. like isn't there like penalty kill like not even that great. Um, I don't think their special teams have been very good. I mean, no, I would need to look. Yeah. I haven't looked into these like, numbers. Strength, more like, yeah. They might have like changed it this year, but like they were the one of like, the last teams to like use like a, a um Yes. Just I basically know. a two oh I call it two two, like a box a retreating box, like four check. And it was like it was just always the ugliest thing to me. I, I, I think that's right. Yeah, why they did that. The Wild have always their 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 strength for years has always come at even strength, and they've never really like their power play and, and penalty kill have been fine. I mean, like they've had they have some good pieces on the power play, but the system. I think just putting there. They the really thing is other. Or the real thing is other than this year and maybe last year, they haven't really had a player like Kaprizov or someone like that who could kind of control a power play in a way. Um, so they've had to do a lot of a lot more of like. And I don't want. I don't know. Maybe that's not the right way to say it, but like you know what I mean. Like somebody like that can almost have that kind of gravity on the power play that kind of creates space for the rest of the team. Like they've only ever really had players who either. I mean, their real strength has been probably Spurgeon, and then for a couple of years was Ryan Suter on the power play, who are very good um blue line but like but that's yeah not i mean the wild forwards, from you know? a at, at power play they're just overall um i mean i'm not i maybe should look at a team wrap them standpoint here but they're basically a little bit below average in terms of goals four per 60 Corsi four per 60 and ex- expected goals four per 60 so they're like a little bit below average on but the compared power play. to their even strength play right but like, yeah compared yes. to their even strength play it's they that's kind of what their weakness is i mean the shorthanded i'm trying to see what do we got here what they're shorthanded um yeah they're kind of they're kind of yeah a little bit above average from an expected goals against standpoint and uh where are they they're hard to find minnesota they're a little bit below average like 13th out of 32 or uh 13th worst in Corsi against on the shorthanded so yeah i mean yeah. It's, they're kind of just mediocre their special teams are kind of mediocre um now i'm not sure what the playoffs have been like um well, I think the other side of it, at least specific to this series, is the Blues, how they play it, I think, from a – like, they – I think I, – I tweeted this out, but I just think they have a – they – They've, you know, they've had been pretty good against the Wild over the last few years. I think the 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 organization in general has a pretty good plays the Wild. Like they kind of know how to play against the Wild in a way. Now I don't think that that has worked. Some of that has been well. I don't think it's really been Huso. I think the um, you know, it's not like Bennington came in, and I don't think that's the reason why they won the game. I think the Wild just didn't play very well, and they, you know, I, I think Flurry has been fine i don't think that his rebound control has been all that great um i don't think that but he's but been anyway you know, this is we've been talking about this series yeah, too much to, it, yeah. it is gonna I'll, be i'll figure out the power play for you but, so we have to you. i want to talk about the boston carolina series which sean is avoiding because he does because he his pick is not he's looking so terribly wrong <laughs> in his pre his pre first round predictions but uh i don't know it was yeah, that's been kind of a funny series. That's one I haven't personally watched that much of. Um, I I've watched a few of the games. I think the last two games I I didn't watch really the first two. Uh, so Sean Sean watched the the Canes just dominate, and then the then yet well yesterday was just the the hilarious Tony D'Angelo fiasco where it was just that was thoroughly enjoyable watching D'Angelo completely melt down. Uh, <laughs> I didn't actually listen to Thirty Two Thoughts podcast today, but like I saw somewhere like the. League wasn't very happy with them calling D'Angelo a racist. Like they kind of oh with Marshawn like discipline him. Yeah, really? That's dumb. That's I mean that that was that was thoroughly enjoyable. 
I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of funny how quickly they are to defend a racist. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, he's. I just, I for anyone who doesn't know, I don't. We won't get into this too much now. But D'Angelo has a history of. Um, he has in previous years. He quit Twitter. I think this is after he was supporting the January sixth, uh, you know, rally and the whole thing. Um, I think after that he then quit Twitter or something, and and so he. But he used to be on Twitter quite a bit and had. Let's just say he had some very uh, divisive opinions, and he would love to like to quote tweet people on Twitter. And um, he quote tweeted one of our th- projections around, I think Ryan Strom, wasn't it? Or, or yeah, it was or Rob. He, <laughs> he came at me on the EH account. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah, he was wrong at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. What are you doing? Yeah, he's just like, been like, it, I mean, yeah, he has uh, very. Um, I don't know how to describe this. On, but it, he's really. Like, but you guys don't even go back far enough. Like he got suspended for like using racial slurs. And, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Child. Like, yes. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like a problem child, and no, he, well, yeah. in, in he got drafted by the Lightning, and it was like an off the board type of pick because no one thought he would be touched because of his attitude issues. Doesn't work out with the Lightning, and then he goes to he went to Arizona. Um, I don't remember what the trade was, and then he didn't last in Arizona, and then he went to New York, and then like people are like, "Oh, glad to see it's finally working out for him in New York." And then his goalie punches him in the face and it clearly didn't work out in New York. And now he's in Carolina and it took him till May, but like now he's having his temper tantrum. And yeah. Cause he was relatively quiet in terms of just like outbursts and any news or whatever. And then he seemed like the, uh, anyway, it's yeah, but it, it's, uh, what the, cause the Bruins series is tied now. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so we were slightly favored on the Bruins um, but now I don't know how long McAvoy is going to be out, and that'll hurt. Um, yeah. And Lindholm's out, I think, I think still. Lindholm's coming back. Lindholm's in, back. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I haven't watched a lot of the, that series. Um, Josh, I think you've watched more than I've I have. I've watched a few of the games. I mean, I don't know. Sean, I know he's not a Bruins fan anymore, but I'm sure he watched. he's watched every game. So he could probably <laughs> – I mean, well, I, I, mean I, I think it's pretty clear. That, like, their top line has just been – Really good. Well, they've reunited. Um, they reunited yes. the top line. Yeah, and then they um, their initial thought with the second line was to put uh, Jake DeBrus to the right of Halla and Taylor Hall, which was a horrible idea. <laughs> Did not work out at all. And uh, they put Craig Smith there because Jake DeBrus. It's like you'd have to follow Bruins hockey to kind of know this, but he always gets like thrown to the right wing, and he sucks at the right wing. He just can't play his offside for whatever reason. And, um, yeah, so once they put Craig Smith there, they kind of, like, evened out the lines. And, like, they still have no depth, but that first line's really good. And um, to be fair, like, Carolina's just been, like, just kicking themselves. They took a lot of penalties in game four. They took a lot of penalties in game three, if I remember correctly. Like, just they're not playing very good hockey. Yeah, so they're one of the, what, we have the Wild Blues tied. We have the Boston-Carolina tied. Uh, L.A.-Edmonton is tied, I believe. Um, yes, Leafs Tampa is tied. Leafs Tampa, all and four of the games tomorrow, I believe. So like the offset, uh, every you know, the, tomorrow is the even series, I guess. Well, um, we'll see if if oh Washington's up now two one. Oh no, with uh, with four thirty to go in the third. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> which would be, you know, Josh had a tweet back in March after the after Florida gave up everything for Ben Chirot about how it would be the most NHL thing for the be Panthers. most hockey thing. Most hockey thing for the Panthers to lose in the first round. Uh but true. you know what is what is what is NHL what is the Stanley Cup playoffs without upsets in the first round? I know. It always happens. It's kind of one of the fun things about the I don't think any of us picked that series to be the upset. No. Did we? 
I would have never picked that series. I mean, I could see it, like, I, I guess now. But well, it, it seems to me that it's like, I don't know, the Capitals have still, even though they're older, like, they're older good players, they're still good players. And um, also I can see the Panthers, like, just kind of having trouble. Well, I don't even know what the, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I don't go- think there was was anything heading into this that would have led me to be like, oh, yeah, that's there's a possibility the Panthers might lose. But I guess it is hockey, so. Yeah. I mean, it, that's probably the second most surprising upset that potential with the mo- the most obviously being the Avalanche losing. Oh man, can you imagine the Avalanche lost the Preds? <laughs> oh, that would have been Watch the pre- watch the Preds reverse sweep here. <laughs> going to get yeah. Um but yeah, I think what's the only the other series we haven't talked about is the Kings uh oh, yeah. Kings Oilers. Have you watched it at all? I haven't no, really I said watched I haven't it. Watched That's it. the one I haven't. I watched the I watched I'm a sorry. little I watched a little bit of it. I like but it's kind of it was well, it's the series of old goalies. I mean, that's that yeah. seems like what it is. And then also like Connor McDavid, and you know several. I know that there's been Oilers fans kind of arguing about. Are you just like ignoring uh, Philip Dano? No, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm just saying that that's like yes. The King, we have covered this. We covered this a week ago. Is the Kings are like they had both these teams actually had very good in regular season kind of like XG and shot um, shot attempt numbers at least relative to what you might expect and compared to historical like for the Oilers this is clearly I think their best team um it's been funny because I know that Mike Smith has been doing some Mike Smith things uh and Quick has had some up and down performances I've seen the the OG LA Kings tweet about how Quick is better than I think it was what from like he's going to be better ago. than your your yeah. goalie for the next eleven years or something well, that like was that. In response to Lundqvist or like to Rangers right or something <laughs> I don't know it does I, it's it's a really funny tweet I'm surprised that they haven't deleted it uh, yeah uh, I don't know do team accounts like go back and delete bad tweets like, I don't know the the PF Chang's Chargers tweet is still out there. I know it is <laughs> <laughs> you know that so... tweet Sean no you don't know that tweet that's like one of the all time tweets on Twitter. I, I, you guys are just the king of the all-time tweets, I guess. Huh? No, well, you guys never like seen the it. King of all-time tweets. I Let feel like, but this. we've been on Twitter like just as long as you have, right? How long? When did you get Twitter? When you were ten? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like. Uh, I think you have to be thirteen. I was fi- I was fifteen. I think okay. I was late. I think you have to be thirteen to get be on Twitter. It was in two thousand thirteen. This okay, okay. This tweet is I will say one of my favorite tweets of all time. It's from the now the official at Chargers handle on Twitter. That is the verified Los Angeles Chargers account that says so. It's from hold on. It's from February of two thousand seven, and it says so hungry need to find my wife and head to PF Chang's. And <laughs> <laughs> have you never seen this tweet before? No. And it's because somebody registered the Chargers account before the Chargers did, like right at the beginning of Twitter. <laughs> and so somebody had the official chart, like had the Chargers at handle. Chargers. That was there in 2007 <laughs> at the beginning of Twitter. Someone had at Chargers, and, and I don't know. I don't know the story about how because it was the what San Diego Chargers uh, back then. Yeah, it's. Yeah, and, and then how, had another tweet two days later that just said P.F. Chang's is so good. <laughs> um, I, I'm pre- <laughs> I'm pretty sure the story. I should go and look at this, but it's that if somebody else had the account before the Chargers did, they they verify they like registered at Chargers, and it was some just person's account. And then the, the they the the team acquired the handle from someone after the fact, but they never went back and deleted some of the original tweets from it. And one of them is that so hungry, need to go find my wife and go to PF Chang's. Um, 
and so that that's I, I haven't seen it retweeted in a while, but it's it's such a good tweet. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So that's the the but that's kind of our analysis on the Kings Oilers series so far because I can't watch like six hours of hockey night and then also work like eight hours on data or six hours on de- whatever. <laughs> Basically, like, and honestly, I'm I'm serious. Like, I, I tweeted this earlier, but like, for me, watching hockey and like doing hockey data work is like, it takes the same toll on me mentally. I don't know why. It's like it's not like I'm working when I'm watching hockey, right? But it's like I just get so like, there's too this is too much hockey. Like, it's like twelve hours is just too much. It's just too much to have hockey for twelve hours a day. It's just I can't do that. But it's so so we I apologize for not watching the Kings Oilers series and Sean lives on the East Coast and those games are always really late so no there's no uh, you know he's not going to stay up for those series. Sorry, I was still reading about the history of the Chargers account. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you I, when you wake up tomorrow and you see on your evolving hockey account. So thirsty. <laughs> need to go to need, need to find my, my wife, wife to go, go to, to Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> You'll oh, know man. where that idea came from. There's some other great ones. I this is an espionation from like five years ago. That's like all these tweets from it, like going to bed from at Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> I so believe what think, I, I I think what it was is that somebody who worked for the Chargers, like in their um like years ago, they they were like told to register a Twitter account when Twitter was brand new and no one used it, and they were just it was like they controlled the account and I think and they were just tweeting out just to like tweet stuff. But and then it it then they still work for the Chargers I think but they have a different but all of these old tweets are still up for some reason they probably um, just think it's like I mean I I, I appreciate shout out to the the social media ma- yeah, team at, yeah. at the Chargers for not deleting these classic tweets they probably just can't do it anymore because people it would make people really angry whenever <laughs> no, something happens with the LA Chargers now in the NFL like I don't really we follow some like NFL data people and whatnot but I'm not I've never really been a huge NFL fan but when I just whenever something happens with the chargers i see every now and then you'll see those yeah. tweets retweeted into the time like some of these are just called, like working on my wordpress blog <laughs> 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 and next week getting way too much spam on my blog <laughs> uh, they're great okay we're way past time i think no we're not way past time i don't think oh no we're not way past time did we miss no. anything i, I don't think know. we covered everything I'm, I'm i'm a little bit uh thrown off from look laughing at these char- old chargers tweets um <laughs> was there anything else you wanted to cover Oh, we just talked the about general leagues happening. Yeah. Oh yeah, Trotz was fired. Pierre Maguire was fired. Uh, um, I saw Flyers fans talking about how they signed Vigneault, and they should have. And now they're locked in, and they can't get Trotz. Oh, there was the whole. We didn't I, cover. I don't, I don't know. I'm just Wait, what. I, no, I'm just joking. I, I don't know. I saw something on Twitter or something about how it doesn't matter. Uh, we missed the. We didn't. We should have mentioned how Spurgeon had that really dirty like uh, cross check oh, on Buchnevich, yeah. which was he got fined for instead of suspended. Probably should have been suspended. That's pretty. I've never seen Spurgeon do something like that. Um, I'm looking at Reddit just to see if I've missed anything, but this is pretty much all. Yeah. So yeah, we're four games in. I don't know. I guess by the by. Well, I guess we'll probably have round two, a round two preview, right? All right, do we have any hot takes on how the rounds are going to end? Do we do we think that the, the, the Panthers will come back? I think- oh, they scored. It's 2-2. The joy in your voice of not <laughs> I don't want look just yet. I, I've told you that we cheer for our models, and yeah. I don't want the log loss of to like hit of the Panthers losing. I can't handle that. Well, I don't, isn't, don't you really, at the end of the day, care about the relative log loss? 
Yeah, but well, we are higher on the flame on the Panthers. Yeah, we're higher than the average on the Panthers, so I want them to win. Yeah. Same thing with the Flames. We're a lot higher. We're the highest public model on the Flames. Yeah. It's not that much higher, but we are still the highest public model. So yeah. if those lose Which is relative to the rest of the, yeah. the models, then we are going to be ranked poorly. Which is technically why we also probably want the Lightning to win. Um, because our we're like a little lower than the Leafs than some of the other models are. Um, now I think we're probably right around average, but I don't really find joy in cheering for the Lightning anymore. Um, and <laughs> I'm kind of sick of the Leafs like losing. To be honest, like I kind of just want them to win a series or two so people can stop like saying, "Oh, they haven't won a playoff," which is pretty funny. They haven't won a playoff series for so long, but but it's um, like in our mentions we get people who are arguing we have leafs fans and non-leafs fans yeah. constantly and the non-leaf fan every single time like anytime there's an issue they're like oh well have fun in round 1 yeah, have found oh lol <laughs> have fun losing in round 1 again lol it's, it's really like old. it's not funny anymore so like if the people leafs could you just, think it's yeah. an insult but it's really just annoying at this point. Yeah. And I want the Leafs to win so that I don't have to see that anymore because it's really obnoxious. I do like the Leafs overall, this team. I think they're kind of fun to watch. I think Austin Austin Matthews is like a really phenomenal player. And I think they have some fun. I think they just play the game pretty well. I It was funny. I was tweeting with somebody else or DMing with somebody else about how like we were slightly favored on the Leafs. But I was like before game four, it was like I... We haven't seen a bad game from Jack Campbell yet, so that we're, they're probably due for that. <laughs> and then the next game, Campbell let in like five goals. <laughs> it was like, yeah, well, that's yeah, it. it's gonna happen. It, it would be nice if the Leafs win, mostly so that people can stop criticizing them in our mentions because that's very old. It's the playoffs, and it's four games, yeah. and it's hockey, and it's yeah. very. There's a lot of things that can happen. High variance in outcomes here. Yeah. Like you know, you can um, have you can have you know. Uh, I can't even remember. Ottinger. Ott, <laughs> he's from Minnesota. I know he's from know Minnesota. I should, Ottinger. You could have Ottinger or Jake Allen or you know whoever play like. Although insane. I think I think he was a pretty wasn't he like a first round pick for the Stars and it was like one of the best like goalie goaltender prospects. I'm pretty sure he that that the Stars picked him like 25th or 26th over something like that. Our projections really like Ottinger. I know. Like he, I don't know. It's weird, but it's yeah. He was a really highly we had a high rating for him going into the playoffs. Part of that is age. The model is. Yeah, the model. I mean, goalies are really weird, and there's so it's, you know, there's a lot of age components. Yeah, he there. went 26 overall in the 2017 draft. So, like, Did he, he really? might. Yeah. He so went like, to BU, and he didn't finish out at BU. Like, he, he was definitely a touted prospect. I just didn't remember where he got picked. I thought it was a second round pick, but. I mean, he's basically a second round pick at that point. I'm just saying, like, he yes. was, I think, in, he was the highest goalie picked in the draft more or less, and I think he's been one of the higher goalie prospects in the league for a couple of years. So, like, it's not, like, completely out of nowhere. He's just still pretty young. Um, they got him and Jason Robertson in the same draft. That's where did uh, – I was going to say, go. who's 27th was that? Robertson that... went in the second round. Okay. Oh, wow. Really? I did not know he was only a – he was a second rounder. Yeah. That was, like – we can go into it. I would – we should have YOLO on to talk about that because there's some different <laughs> dynamics there. But, like, yeah – for whatever reason, like, and he dominated in junior. Like, he went 30, 30. They didn't like the overall. way he skated and different things like this. And then he comes yeah. to the NHL and he's just. Is anyone else in the insane. second round here, like, even playing? I'm trying to think. Robertson uh, goes like top five in a redraft, I would assume. Oh, well, now yeah. with knowing he's what he's had an insane two oh. years. I don't know. Like, I mean, he's like borderline heart pick this year. And, like, of course, I would think he'd probably. I mean, who does he go? Who was first in that draft? So he sure would go with Kale now. Yes. Yeah, we yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, right. I yeah, yeah. I mean, and then, Kale, and then Elias number probably. two, probably. I mean, you and I then mean, probably Robertson number three. 
Yeah, I yeah, that's maybe I I could see maybe like Haskinen being somewhere up there too. Like from a organizational standpoint, some people might you know. Oh yeah, that's right. They got Haskinen in that draft. What a draft! By that's this a one. draft. They got Robertson, Haskinen, and Ottinger. Yeah, in the first two rounds in that draft, twenty seventeen. Good lord! Which is like their the whole, whole team. that's the whole <laughs> Stars team. <laughs> and they trade what a what a move to get Pavelski too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Granted, he's cra- like, I don't he's know. Thirty-seven. It's crazy. He's playing so well at thirty-seven. Like, you know, every, in this draft? every now and then you get a player like that that just, you know, they it's it's because he's from Wisconsin. That's why it's from Plover, Plover, Wisconsin. <laughs> Does he just have like raw salmon every day. <laughs> I saw your tweet about just raw salmon on just, rice. I just had absolutely just unseasoned raw salmon. Oh. <laughs> like you ate raw like sushi raw salmon. Well, like I wouldn't really call it sushi. First of all, sashimi is like with no. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, sashimi. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like I literally just took like a piece of like salmon fillet and I like, I kind of like cubed it. I guess you didn't. I just like kind of cut it up into bite-sized pieces. No, I ate it. Why wouldn't you cook it? I put it over some rice because I eat raw salmon all the time. Did you not see my lunch schedules too? Like no. I either have sushi or chicken tenders well, every I mean, day for lunch. Yeah, well, honest, sushi is is yeah. like my favorite. Any form of sushi is my. But favorite. Then why are you get... saying you cook it? Whatever. Well, We're yeah, but I don't sushi. trust. I wouldn't trust myself gra- if it's not sushi grade salmon. It literally no, 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 no. It is sushi grade salmon. Oh, okay. I go to well, this. It's it's this place. They literally go every day to like the harbor or whatever. Okay, well, okay, okay. I, th- I thought you were going to the like, grocery yeah, store and buying packaged salmon and eating. No, I'm not okay. going to like the big wire or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Getting it right from the harbor. Okay, well anyway. then that's different. If it's sushi grade, then yeah, well that's you know. But you could have at least the like, wi- did the Wild not have a first in this draft? I don't think. Okay, they're anyway, in the we know they traded. Up, I buddy. think they we got to wrap this up. We for Mark oh, yeah, about the yeah. 2017 draft. They, they, they traded their pick. This yet, Josh? They, they traded talking. their pick to Arizona for the ha- in the Hansel deal in 2017, I believe. Right? I yeah. think. I think so. One of Fletcher's last giant moves. No, that I think they. he got let go in the. Next year? Did they not have a second round pick either that year? Doesn't matter. Anyway, we got to end this. <laughs> any hot takes, Sean? Who do you, any, you think anybody's coming back? No, no hot takes because like no. they'll just end up like backfiring on me. You think so, the range? You think the Rangers can come back from three one? Can they against Louis Domingue? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can I, they? Yes. Yeah. Wait, honestly, that would be my hot my hot take because I do think the Rangers are better than the Penguins. So is not Jari supposed to come back mid round or no? I don't Who? know Jari. I, I I wasn't sure if he was out the full first round or if he's. Um, I thought he was at the whole full. I don't think he's skated yet. Okay. And they're not gonna like let him go in without skating. So I think he's out for the full round. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I and then Casey Smith's out. Yeah, he had like core surgery. That seems like he's yeah. out for the whole playoffs. Uh, so. Now, yeah. So we are about to end the podcast and go watch the overtime for Florida, uh, Florida Washington, which will be interesting, I guess. Of the three-one series, I think the Rangers Pittsburgh uh, series is the one that, for me personally, I think is. I don't know, the pit. The Penguins have looked pretty good. I don't. Know, okay, well, we're, yeah. done. We're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done talking about playoff hockey. All we right, will thanks, be back. Sean. Uh, yeah, we will be around uh, <laughs> next week for the second round preview. I think. Right. I, yeah. We'll be heading in. The, uh, and uh, are we going to do? We contract? might have some game sevens or something. No. We might. Yeah. We, we can go to, to. No, no, no. I think it's supposed to be over by the fourteenth, right? So yes, yeah. the round two, but doesn't round two. Begin, oh, round uh, two last, begins on the sixteenth. Maybe we I might think, have to record a day early. Whatever. Well, we'll, we all, we'll be back. We also have we'll, our, our we just for anyone back. who's stuck through this the whole time. We our contract projections will be coming out this weekend or on Monday. Is we might have them out on Sunday. We'll see um, in terms of just logistical getting things kind of set up. Yeah, it'll be somewhere in those. We said the 16th um, and might it be the might 15th. be 15th. And, you know, if 
if things don't go so well, it might be the 17th, but we will. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be the 16th at the latest. It'll be, uh, yeah. And I don't know, maybe our next podcast, we'll talk about those. We'll see. But the second round has stuff to cover, too. So, Sean, please end the show for us. Yes. All right. Well, we'll be back next week at some time and talking about something. Until then, thank, <laughs> yeah. you, so much. thank you so much for listening. Study your maps. Drink Dunkin' Iced Coffee. Uh, like and subscribe and download. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you, Thanks, Sean. Sean.